0: Welcome to another episode of Unscripted Pivots, inspiring stories from women that flourish. If you're looking to find connectivity in the female experience, you found the right podcast. Life is what happens while we are busy making other plans and often we are left saying, WTF? What the, well, you know what? That's how my WTF signature statement all began. Here we talk about life's pivots Not as detours from the journey, but rather unexpected bridges to destinations yet unimagined. I'm your host, Danielle Sprouls, diving deep into the essence of WTF once again. What first began as Women That Flourish, and today will be WTF, Why the Fear? On this episode today, not only will we explore the nuances of fear, but also share strategies to harness it for your growth. That's right. You can use your fear instead of it using or abusing you. Fear. This four-letter word can have a monumental impact on our lives. It's not just an emotion, it's a barrier that holds us back from reaching our true potential. Fear is that unexpected guest in our lives, isn't it? It's often there when we are making decisions about our careers, our personal lives, and our dreams. And like many of you, my life has been a series of unscripted pivots each step often marked by fear and uncertainty. Let me spill the tea on how fear and I have danced throughout the years. My academic adventure began with aspirations of becoming an obstetrician. However, three years into my college experience, it became clear to me that the medical field wasn't in my future. Instead, life, with its unpredictable script, led me to pursue law school and eventually... I became a lawyer. It was my first adult pivot, unplanned, unexpected, yet a path I fully embraced. On a more intimate note, love, that unpredictable force, it had its own plans for me too. Despite witnessing the catastrophic fallout of my parents' marriage, which made me swear off early commitments, I found myself saying I do at the tender age of 22. I was certain about the love I had for my then-husband, yet the fear of whether I could be a good partner in a marriage lingered on and on. So there I was, a new wife and a newly appointed lawyer. Sounds like I'm all set, right? Nope. (laughs) What would immediately follow was becoming a new mother. I was young and admittedly overwhelmed with juggling it all. Something had to give, and it didn't seem like giving up the husband or giving back the baby, of course not, was in the cards. So I gave up the job, a pursuit that I had spent so much of my time and energy and money invested in. But becoming a stay-at-home mom was the best decision ever, and I will forever be grateful that it was an option for me, thanks to the support of my then-husband. Eight years and four children later, the chaos and love of family life led me to another pivot. I was itching to get back out of the house and use my brain again. Can you imagine? It had been a while since I practiced law, and I did not even think I could commit to the demands of that career with so many young children at home and even two in diapers. I found myself talking about wanting to, quote unquote, rejoin the business community at a party one night. Despite having no formal background in sales, the friend hosting said evening saw potential in me for commercial title insurance. It was a field foreign to me, yet somehow it felt right. I knew people in commercial real estate, so there was a launching pad, so to speak. Sales was in my blood, and this unexpected turn became a 23-year career in commercial title insurance filled with success, challenges, and invaluable lessons. But as time passed, the allure of the deals, the ego boost, and the accolades began to fade. The once-addictive career no longer fulfilled me, and I found myself at a crossroads, fearing the unknown yet again. And here I am, taking a bold leap from a career that shaped me for years, diving headfirst into the world of executive coaching and motivational speaking. Excited and, okay, maybe slightly out of my comfort zone, but ready for the adventure. My journey is a testament to the power of facing our fears. It's about embracing the unexpected pivots life throws our way. It's about finding our true purpose, even if it means stepping into the unknown. From my journey of unexpected turns, from aiming to be an obstetrician to finding my calling in executive coaching and motivational speaking, fear was a constant companion. But it was also a powerful teacher. Again, I remind you to use that fear instead of it using you. So, ladies, let's break down the top five fears businesswomen face and how to conquer them. The biggest fears we tend to face include a few. Fear of failure, imposter syndrome, lack of balance, financial insecurity, and losing relevance. So let's pull up our big girl pants and tackle these fears head on. First, failure. Hmm. The fear of failure is like that unwelcome shadowy companion that seems to trail behind every one of us with big dreams. It's always there, whispering like little doubts and painting pictures of what could go wrong. But here's the thing, every incredible woman you look up to, every role model you admire, they've all been there. They've faced those fears, stumbled, and maybe even fallen. But what truly sets them apart isn't that they never failed, it's that they didn't let failure define them. They rose, dusted themselves off, and showed resilience that's nothing short of inspiring. That's the real secret to success, isn't it? It's not about never facing setbacks, but about how we stand up and keep moving forward. When I'm coaching my clients, a recurring theme in our conversations is the power of remaining teachable. The journey to success is not a straight path, but a series of learning curves, each one with its own set of challenges and lessons. Fear of failure can freeze us in our tracks but it's in motion that we find our strength and our growth. So keep moving. Use your fears to propel you forward. By embracing each experience as an opportunity to learn, we transform fear into a force that propels us forward, making us, in essence, unstoppable. From this angle, we can see fear channeled into fuel. That's right. Use it instead of it using you. You can commit to this journey of growth, armed with the knowledge that every day, challenge is a teacher in disguise, guiding you toward your most authentic and successful self. Now let's talk about a biggie, imposter syndrome. Picture this, me embarking on each new chapter of my life with all the elegance of maybe, a, don't know, a baby giraffe taking its first steps. You know, first venturing into the legal world as a lawyer, then embracing the profound journey of motherhood, and finally diving into the dynamic, high-pressure realm of commercial title insurance sales. And through it all, my ever-present shadow, imposter syndrome, has been right there with me, whispering those little doubts, making me feel like any second now I'll be revealed as a fraud. It's been quite the adventure, hasn't it? Despite a chorus of compliments on my apparent success in each of those roles, I couldn't shake that feeling that I was really just a good actress in a play that I hadn't even auditioned for. Honestly, if there were Oscars for pulling off these roles, I'd have a shelf of them by now. Feeling like a fraud, as if you'll be quote-unquote found out at any moment plagues many of us. This fear thrives on comparison and unrealistic standards. Counter it by documenting your achievements, however small they seem. Remind yourself of the unique value you bring to the table. Hell, write this on a post-it note in a prominent place. Write this, you are here because you deserve to be. So the next time your inner critic starts drafting a story of doubt, remember you're in charge of this narrative. It's time that we grab the pen and rewrite our stories, adding in a healthy dose of confidence and a touch of humor to change the script. Another fear is the lack of balance. I'll tell you, the pursuit of work-life balance for career women is like chasing a unicorn in today's fast-paced world. Have you ever seen this successfully done? I think not. It's the delicate dance between professional achievements and personal fulfillment, where the music never stops and the tempo often accelerates without warning. This balance, or often the lack thereof, serves as a fountain of stress bubbling with fears and adequacy on both fronts. On one hand, there's the professional sphere, a realm where ambition and success are pursued with relentless determination. Sound familiar? (laughs) Career women juggle deadlines, meetings, projects, and the perpetual strive for excellence in their fields. The fear of dropping the ball at work is not just about failing to meet a deadline. It's the dread of losing ground, missing out on opportunities, or being perceived as less committed because of personal obligations. And on the other hand, there's the personal life. Now, this encompasses relationships, parenting, self-care, hobbies, and the simple yet profound quest for moments of peace and happiness. Ah, the anxiety... Of failing at home manifests in various ways. We get guilt over not spending enough quality time with loved ones, neglecting self-care, or the inability to detach from work emails and calls even in sacred spaces of rest and relaxation. We have all been there. And we must note that the balancing act doesn't stop merely at managing time effectively. It's also about navigating the emotional and mental load of being present and performing well in every aspect of life. The fear of dropping the ball either at work or at home can indeed be paralyzing. It whispers doubts about one's abilities to be a good parent, partner, friend, and professional simultaneously. To counteract this, it's crucial to embrace strategies that foster equilibrium and peace. Setting clear boundaries between work and personal life, prioritizing tasks based on urgency and importance, and learning to say no are pivotal steps to success. Equally important is the cultivation of a support network, both professionally and personally, because we must show the load and the joys of life. Moreover. Embracing flexibility and forgiving oneself for not achieving perfection in every endeavor can alleviate the pressure. It's about recognizing that sometimes good enough is sufficient and perfection is often unattainable and an unnecessary goal. Let me repeat this for anyone multitasking right now and only half listening to the podcast. Remember, good enough is sufficient And perfection is often an unattainable and unnecessary goal. All right, let's now talk about money and the fear of financial insecurity. Worrying about money is natural, especially when venturing into the new business territories. Hey, kid you not, that was a driving reason I did not pull the trigger on my current path sooner. But feeling anxious about finances is understandable especially as i navigate the uncharted waters of you know making a living beyond the corporate realm of, for the first time i mean hey gone are the days of the biweekly paycheck which was a reliable anchor of financial stability is money important well yeah absolutely life can get expensive yet what truly drives me now is the manner in which i generate income having the chance <laughs> to empower other women to excel To kick A-S-S with a focus on A, accountability, S, strategy, and S, support, carries a significance that transcends my personal previous involvement in my career in insurance sales. I'm actually providing genuine value now and uniquely applying my God-given talents in a personal manner. All right, let's look at one last fear that hits home for many women, no matter what season of life they're in and that's relevance. In this whirlwind world of ours, the worry about staying relevant really hits home, doesn't it? It's something a lot of us feel while we're juggling the ever-changing scenes of work and personal life. We're all here just trying to figure out where we fit in and how much we matter, whether it's at the office or in our personal circles. In the professional world, I mean, hey, technological advancements, shifting market demands, and new industry trends can render skills obsolete, like almost overnight. Women, particularly those who have been dedicated years to honing specific expertise, they often find themselves at crossroads, wondering how to stay pertinent in their careers. This fear is magnified by the societal pressure to continuously innovate and adapt, pushing women to question their competence and the longevity of their career paths. And this stuff is real. And the truth is, the fear of losing relevance is not confined to the professional sphere. It extends into personal relationships, including romantic partnerships and marriages. This brings up ageism. As women age, societal narratives about youth and beauty can undermine self-esteem and provoke anxiety about remaining desirable and loved. This fear is compounded in a culture that often values women based on their appearance and youthfulness, overshadowing their wisdom, experience, and the depth they bring to relationships. Aging magnifies the fear of relevance as it brings about changes in both appearance and life stages. We women may worry about our place in a workforce that seemingly favors young generations or in social circles that prioritize different life stages. This concern is not just about being seen, but about being heard and valued for our insights and experiences. As if our gender were not enough of a handicap, right? So how can we address the fear of relevance? To combat the fear of becoming relevant, invest in lifelong learning, embrace flexibility, and cultivate a strong sense of self-worth that is not tied to external validations. Remember what I said earlier about the importance of being teachable? A growth mindset is your greatest asset here. Whether through professional development, nurturing meaningful relationships, or engaging in advocacy and mentorship, Women can insert their relevance in every aspect of life. In terms of actionable strategies, embracing adaptability, pursuing continuous growth, and fostering deep, authentic connections are key. We can also draw strength from the collective wisdom and support of our communities, finding solace in shared experiences and resilience. You are not alone. Now, let's take a moment to highlight some strategies for handling all these fears. One one really great one that I, I stand by is journaling. This simple practice can be transformative. When we write down your fears and the worst case scenarios they paint, if you do that, then take a look at what you wrote, then challenge them. Write down evidence against these fears and potential solutions. This exercise not only diminishes fear's power, but also clears your mind for positive action. Next, pausing. Never ever underestimate the power of the pause. In moments of fear, our bodies are in fight or flight mode. By pausing, taking deep breaths, we signal to our body that we are safe. This pause can shift our perspective, allowing us to respond to fear with intention rather than react out of panic. And responding and reacting are two very, very different things. One of the other things you want to think about is seeking support. We are not meant to face our fears alone. Sharing your fears with trusted friends, mentors, or coaches like myself can lighten your burden more often than not, you'll find that others have faced similar fears and can offer invaluable insight and support. Have you ever heard of affirmations? The power of positive affirmations lies in their ability to rewire our brains toward possibility and positivity. Start your day by affirming your strengths, your worth, and your ability to overcome challenges. I am capable I am resilient. I am worthy. Feel free to write that one on a post-it note and hang it on your bathroom mirror or fridge. Finally, let's touch on education and preparation. We have all heard the saying that knowledge is power. The more you know about what you fear, the less daunting it becomes. If you're afraid of financial insecurity, learn about financial management. If fear of failure holds you back, study the stories of those who have failed and rose again. Preparation builds confidence. In my own life, each pivot brought a share of fear. Yet with each step, I learned more about my strengths, my passions, and my ability to flourish despite uncertainty. And you can too. So as we wrap up today's journey into understanding and overcoming our fears, Remember this, on the other side of fear lies freedom, growth, and our most fabulous selves. Thank you for spending time with me today to explore another acronym for WTF, Why the Fear? It is my hope that you will all continue to face your fears and embrace your pivots. Let's grow and thrive together until we meet again. Keep pivoting with intention and facing your fears with the heart of the WTF woman that I know you are. Before you go, I would just like to take the opportunity to thank you for joining me on this episode of Unscripted Pivots. And please consider giving it five stars. You can rate the podcast across all the platforms that it appears on, which are many. And perhaps share it with a friend, whether it's by text or email, there's a ripple effect that is so profound and our community grows each time we share this message. Also, did you know that if you visit my website at unscriptedpivots.com, I have a running list of all of the podcast episodes that I've been doing for this past year. There's a blog with several articles in it all around the WTF message. And to boot, there are free digital downloads for the taking. Yes. So please visit my website at unscriptedpivots.com. We will come back next Wednesday. There will be interviews coming up in the near future. If you'd like to be a guest, you can reach out to me through my website. It's always such a pleasure checking in with you guys. See you next week. Until then.